Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I am your host, Steve Washuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. As a reminder, on Thursdays, it is just me. These are shorts, somewhere between 5 and 15 minutes, me talking about something that is either trending in the fitness or health or medical communities, or maybe it is something I previously touched on with a guest that I want to expand on and I didn't get the chance to do in the conversation. On Mondays, they are my interviews with fitness and health experts giving you some real-world advice, some tangible advice, hopefully actionable there and then, or just some science and talking about a topic that maybe other people are not talking about in the industry or something that I find is relevant and useful for you. Past episode was on eggs, all things eggs. We talked about everything from why you should understand there's a difference between, let's say, pasture-raised eggs and vegetarian eggs, what the USDA symbol means on eggs, and things of that nature. It was a really fun conversation. Today, I am going to be talking about artificial intelligence and why in the fitness and health community, it should be something that we are thinking about. It is a trending topic. We have chat GPT out now for those who don't understand what's going on now in the AI world, at least in the general population, not exactly what's going on behind the scenes. It's something that I follow. I've I followed for years. But you know, right now we have the ability to enter in information into a artificial intelligence machine who is essentially scouring the entirety of the internet to come up with the best real world answers that look like what would be a human answer. Now, uh, it's not, let, let's say, defeating the Turing test. That's the ability for a human not to understand the difference, let's say, between what is artificial intelligence and what is real. If something has what appears to be consciousness and is human, you know, that that's the Turing test. But, you know, we're getting there. We're getting close and it's scary how fast that this could develop. And I don't want to talk about sort of the the end of world uh, Terminator-esque aspects of this. I want to talk about how it relates to us in the fitness and health industry. I had on the owner and founder of Consensus maybe two or three months ago, and they are a search engine that is now using artificial intelligence to help them with basically only showing science and articles that are based in real world practical knowledge that has been assessed and that has been viewed and edited and over and peer reviewed specifically, and not just coming up with answers that are, let's say, using search engine optimization to hop to the top. So, for example, if right now I type in uh, the best uh, food for vitamin C, well, if there's an article on Google, you know, Google has particular algorithms. We don't really know the extent because the algorithm is dynamic. It's ever changing, but we have an idea. But when you're using search engine optimization, that's that just means what comes up to the top when I type something like that in. The best fruit for vitamin C. Now, there's a really good chance Google is going to give you the right answer when, when that question comes up. But there's also a chance that somewhere on page one, somebody just has really good search optimization, search engine optimization, and they have they have they have climbed the ranks of Google doing all the appropriate things through backlinking and things of this nature, which is, again, is, that's more of a, a specific technical marketing talk, so I don't want to get into that now, but they might have bad information on their page because not everything is peer-reviewed that's showing up on Google. Now, consensus is a search engine. Everything is peer-reviewed. You're only seeing peer-reviewed papers. When you ask a scientific question, you are getting back specific science, right? Not just uh, Mary's blog who tells you that this is the best thing to do. Um, and maybe Mary has really good you know, search engine optimization because, number one, her site ex- existed for a long time and she has a really good blog, which backlinks to other blogs and things of that nature. It doesn't necessarily lend 
only to the credibility of science. It is more the credibility of the website. So you can have a credible website with bad science on it when you're searching for things. And we have to be mindful of that. But, you know, again, to, to go back to our community, that's part of what's going on that's going to develop. But as we get things like um, I use a an artificial intelligence for one of my other businesses to write blogs. Now, it doesn't do a great job at writing blogs, but what it can do is I could at least type in information like, hey, I, I need to write a blog on the uh, 10 best gifts in 2023 for Mother's Day. And it will give me, uh, if nothing else, really good outlines as to what I should expand on. And it scours the internet for other people who have written blogs similar to that. And it's it's a good starting tool. And I'm sure as it develops, it's going to get even better. As more information comes on the internet, that means it has more information to digest. That means it has more information to pull from and give more accurate answers. In our world, as fitness and health professionals, there's something that AI is not going to ever be able to replicate. And that is that one-on-one very personal accountability and borderline friendship that you're going to create with your clients. And I think as we start to forecast ahead, and I love to forecast in everything from finances to uh, cryptocurrency to to laws and legalities and to uh, trending technologies, as we start to try to, to forecast ahead, you have to think about what can I provide that this AI is not going to be able to provide? Because if you're just, let's say, making scalable, cheap programs telling people, you know, what exactly they should lift in the weight room, there's going to be an AI soon that's going to be way better than you at this, that they're going to be able to plug in all the numbers of your client. Maybe you're a nutritional counselor. They're going to be able to plug in all the calories and tell your client what they should eat next and how many calories they should eat. Or if they've done this German volume training for this particular uh, week, what how they should readjust their weight program. There's going to be an AI that does that better than you, whether that is next week, next year, or 10 years from now, it's hard to say. These things develop fast. But what the AI is never going to be able to do is keep your client accountable in the right way. Have conversations. Have really authentic questions about, hey, I know that you know you missed your, your workout last Friday. Can you tell me what that was about? Is everything going, going okay in your life? I know you said maybe your son was sick for a little while, and I know your dog had been in and out of the vet. And just, just tell me, keep me updated. These personable conversations through client relations, and this is not fake, right? This is you actually caring about your client that's going to help them get to their goals, is never going to be able to replace by AI. So in the future, these scalable programs that are really not about necessarily uh, individualizing a program to your client, but way more about you making a lot of money and giving general information, I believe they're going by the wayside. I believe if you want to get ahead of fitness and health, you need to start upcharging and giving more personable information and more of your own face to the client. You need to be meeting with them on a more regular basis, maybe even a possibly if you work virtually a daily basis, giving updates with them and not just building programs. Programs are going to be handled by artificial intelligence sooner rather than later, but will never be handled is your ability to have a good conversation with your client, to keep them accountable, to know what's going on in their lives and to balance the psychological and the physical at the same time, which is so important for our clients to get to our goals. So that's what you're gonna have to work on moving forward is your client relations ability. And I talk about my book, Fitness Business 101, but the certifications don't teach you, which I just released an audiobook. I believe it's only a dollar for the first month. Is there's really two types of trainers typically are people in the health and fitness and science industries, and, and you have people who are more direct. And uh, for a doctor, that would be someone with bad bedside manner. 
for a personal trainer, that would be someone who's very just kinesiology based in their talk. They understand muscles and tendons and ligaments and how the body works, but they don't really understand the client that well. And then there's the other side of the spectrum where people are way better at, at people. They can walk into a class and they light that room up and they're very jovial and they enjoy the group, let's say fitness environments, and they put on a good show. Entra trainers, as a friend of mine calls it. That's that's probably going to be way more important moving forward, whether we want to talk about that or not. The science is going to be handled by robots and by our artificial intelligence. However much we want to fight it, it's it's coming down the pipe. This genie cannot be put back into the bottle, and it's only that there's there's no real government regulations on it right now, and it's it's growing exponentially. It came out of nowhere, and it's it's only getting better faster. So. To have some foresight, to forecast ahead, what I would tell you is, as a fitness and health and business professional, is to really start thinking about, number one, how you could leverage AI to help you, right? Like I said, I, I use it to help write my blogs, which is great. It saves me a lot of time helping writing my blogs. And I'm sure down the road, you can use it to help, you know, w- with equations as far as what is best for your client's next steps in the science realm. But you also have to think about how to work on the other end of the spectrum. How do I start building up the more client relations side of my business to make it more personable because ultimately that is what's going to keep me in the game uh, defeating this artificial intelligence so to speak however scary that is to say out loud this has been an episode of the truly fit podcast thanks for listening guys thanks for joining us on the truly fit podcast please subscribe rate and review on your listening platform and feel free to email us we'd love to hear from you social at trulyfit.app thanks again